This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Give you guys more of a heads up on the podcasts available through AMI-audio at your leisure, of course, using your favorite podcast platform and some of them available on YouTube as a video podcast. I'm not going to give the whole thing right now, though. Just a heads up that you can listen to Connecting Disability and Kitchen Confession. New episodes have already been released today so check that out and uh, we actually don't have Mary Mamaliti of Kitchen Confession joining us today we have something in place of that however you can check her out on her podcast I'm Ramia Amadan co-hosting with me is Danielle McLaughlin and you're listening to Kelly and Company World Mental Health Day was uh, October the 10th but today we're going to learn about new data regarding mental health in the workplace with Evangeline Berubi Vice President of Strategic Accounts at Robert Half. Hello, Evangeline. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Mental health initiatives have made great strides over the last decade, but uh, is that also true in the workplace? Yes, and and great question. I think the, the pandemic certainly expedited adoption of mental health supports and wellness programs within uh, the the organization sort of environment um, because, you know, people really started to identify how the pandemic was impacting their employees, um, both personally and professionally. And so they have certainly looked to uh, increase that support. And we're seeing actually 90% of companies have added have added perks and benefits, and, and, a, and a good chunk of that is mental wellness uh, benefits. Okay, That's well, very important. Yeah, it is, and we'd like to know more of these kind of numbers, like the tactile indications that um, employers have started to implement um, mental health perks, and you know, just awareness overall that it is happening. So, can you run down some of these numbers that you were able to gather? from your most recent survey on mental health in the workplace? Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, with that 90% of companies adding more perks and benefits, uh, like I mentioned, mental health resources was 39%. We saw flex time at 38%. And while that may not say, may not specifically say mental wellness, but the, that flex time and flexibility within the workforce is also very tied to people's personal and professional um, mental wellness mm-hmm. uh, because people are better able to balance and be productive when they can be productive. Um, so I think seeing that is also another indication of organizations supporting their employees. And then we see 38% providing wellness programs overall. So, um, and, and when we say wellness programs overall, really that that is three different buckets. So you've got your mental wellness, uh, your physical wellness, and then financial wellness. But really, all of those components help you from a mental wellness perspective. Um, so we see a lot of organizations investing in different programs, counseling, and supports in those areas. 
um, and then promoting good physical wellness with, within their organizations as well. You know, some of them have gyms or they provide rebates on gym memberships, you know, things along those lines um, to really support just good living um, and, and good behaviors within their organization just for their, their employees' um, overall health, which is really important. So those are some num- quick numbers to support that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, how can managers help support employees' mental health and workplace well-being? Well, really, some of the most effective things that they can do is, as I touched on, offering that flexibility. So, yeah. um, and really, really to account for any sort of challenges or changing priorities that may come up um, as, as people kind of navigate their personal and professional lives. We also see, um, after, you know, having leaders within an organization modeling healthy work-life balance. So it's one thing for them to, you know, come to their employees and say, I need you taking time off. That's what's good for you. Um, I want you to, you know, turn your computer off at 5 o'clock, you know, those sorts of things. But if that's not what they're demonstrating, then people are going to be more inclined to follow their example so it's really important that leaders lead by example and show uh, more of a healthy workplace balance, offering a lot of regular check-ins. Um, and certainly this is one of the challenges that has uh, come out of the virtual hybrid world is that sometimes it's harder to check in with people because they're not physically there. Um, right. So you have to be very mindful of that. So always incorporating that into your day and into your week as a leader to make sure you are having those personal checkpoints with with your team and making sure they're okay. And then just really also setting some clear expectations around workload and priorities Um, because especially now, many of us wear multiple hats (laughs) in an office environment um, because a lot of us are short-staffed. And so people get overwhelmed and sometimes they just need help from their leader to better navigate everything that's on their plate. And maybe the leaders can take some stuff off their plate and, you know, kind of move the work around. So it's, it's a little bit more reasonable for, for everyone. I really like the idea that um, the managers should be modeling what they mm-hmm. expect to see because so often you'll have, you know, the manager is the first person in in the morning and the last person out and saying, oh, yes, you you know, you make sure you, you leave at 5 o'clock, but I'm staying here till 7. And then, then people start to feel guilty about uh, what it is they're doing. But if, if they say, no, this is what we do. We finish work at five o'clock. I think that it will be much healthier for everybody, including the manager. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned taking time off again with that modeling. You take time off. We all take time off. It's a healthy uh, work balance, right? Work-life balance and things like that. Also flex hours. But let's talk specifically about worker burnout. Um, this is a thing and and we know it, even if we haven't experienced it ourselves, uh, we can probably understand what it means and to get to that place of just too much work and not enough um, not work. So can you talk about mm-hmm. what we can do to prevent worker burnout. Absolutely. And I think a big component of that is, again, 
leaders being very, uh, having those regular check-ins with their teams. So seeing how are they doing. Um, and so watching for the physical signs of it, but also you can, you can generally see it even in people, how they're interacting with their team members, how they may seem less engaged, they're missing deadlines. Um, so instead of um, perhaps getting after those people for missing a deadline, we'll maybe dig in and, and really kind of try to understand why their behavior is changing. And then through that, you know, you can start to see and then help counsel them a little bit on the burnout side of things and then help them out. So walk through with them. What, what do they need? Um, if you have an employee assistance program, you can maybe refer them to that from, uh, from a counseling perspective. You can maybe help them with their workload. Uh, so if they, if they need a little more balance and they need to maybe take some time off, you can certainly suggest that we've, you know, I've seen organizations literally say to some of their people, you know what, take next week off, just take it off. We'll pay you. Um, we're not even going to put you on leave, anything like that. You're a valued employee, but you need a break. Um, so take a break and I don't, you know, and, and, and shut them down. Don't let them <laughs> look at their computers, any of that stuff. Um, so it's just a matter of being very mindful of what's going on with your employees and then offering any support that may seem applicable given that employee situation. Mm -hmm. Which is why what? you're mentioning all these versions of keeping track regularly rather than getting to that point where you need to say, okay, you know, this has gone way beyond and you are having experiencing burnout. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, why do you think yeah. it's so important for employers to offer these kinds of uh, comprehensive mental health perks and benefits? Is it good for the employer? Yes, it's good for the employee and the employer. So from an employee standpoint, it's going to help you in your personal life. It's going to help you be more productive and, and just, you know, a better employee. But from the employer's perspective, um, it helps you retain talent in your organization, you're, you'll have a better culture, a more positive, productive, engaged workforce, which, which is, you know, very beneficial to any organization, whether you be, you know, for-profit or not-for-profit. Um, and then it also helps you attract people to your organization because if people know that they were, they you know, that this organization looks after its people, um, that it's supportive and it's a great place to work. It word gets out and, and then it will be a lot easier for you as an organization to hire even better talent or, or some more skilled talent onto your team. Yeah, that's, that's crucial. So it actually is beneficial. You can retain people, you can attract more people or better people. Um, so yeah. it, it, it's not that the employer loses out when, this is, when, when they're doing this. No, absolutely not. It's a great investment. I think, um, you know, you mentioned it before, like people working from home, uh, especially in corporate uh, examples and not having that face to face as much as we used to can 
pose some challenges, right? Like keeping in touch as a challenge or uh, feeling maybe isolated for some of us as a challenge. And so there are these challenges of navigating the the newer world of work. Um, but do you have anything to keep in mind um, along with those challenges to continue pressing on with these better workplace habits and better modeling from um, our managers and employers uh, to to make people feel like it's safe to practice these new and more healthy ways of working? Yes, no, absolutely. And I, and again, it, a lot of it comes down to communication. Um, and so having a really strong communication plan as a leader, um, particularly in hybrid environments as well, because you'll have some people in the office, some people not, not in the office. So you have to make sure that everyone feels included. So you're always creating an inclusive environment, no matter where they are. So if that means that, you know, you bring everybody into the boardroom and then you have TV where people can then also uh, join remotely, and then you make sure that everyone has, a, has an opportunity to participate in conversations. Um, you, again, you're doing, you're, you're being very mindful about also bringing the team together. So if you need to, you know, have team events or you need to have strategy sessions, um, you or team building sessions, you deliberately and mindfully, you know, bring people in for that and make sure that you know people, everyone's participating. Um, creating that collaborative uh, sort of environment, that community environment. Um, so it's just like it, it's a little bit more complicated, <laughs> but for sure. And it, it and it really kind of pushes people to be a bit more creative and think outside the box. But it is absolutely possible um, for companies. Can to you kind tell of us where we and, can learn more about this in in the moment that we have left, Evangeline? Where can we learn more? Where can you learn more? Well, I suggest going to our website, www.roberthalf.com, um, and take a look at uh, some of our papers. Our uh, salary guide goes through and, and speaks a lot to trends and, and provides some guidance as well. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn, and I'm always happy to <laughs> answer any questions as well. Thank you so much. It's been great speaking with you today. That was Evangeline yes, Berube. Thank you. thank you. VP Strategic Accounts at Robert Half talking to us about new data regarding mental health in the workplace. Stick around. We have bonus Know Your Rights conversations after the break here on Kelly and Company. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.